0: Gentlemen, please rest your sphincters.
1: Shut up! Quiet! I said quiet!
0: Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting.
2: Hey friends, Jeff here from the Unpaid Programming Podcast. As we're all following the CDC's recommendation to stay indoors and practice social distancing, we won't be getting together to record until this whole democratic hoax blows over. And since none of us are smart enough to figure out how to do this from different places, instead, we've put together some of our favorite moments from past shows. Now, as you're all spending your evenings at home, instead of going out for your usual fun activities like roller skating and betting on knife fights, you're probably watching a lot of movies and television shows, which is something we talk about quite often on our program. Let's have a listen. You're darn tootin'. So, you know, Tim, your brother-in-law, he talks about movies a lot, and he he was giving a lot of highbrow recommendations. So it's it's a Saturday
0: morning, Godfather. and
2: I'm like, you know what, I think I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to watch one of your brother-in-law's recommendations. The Uncle Matt list. And, uh... I decided to watch the Spongebob Squarepants movie instead <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I had a I had a great time <laughs> what movie did he recommend that you gonna, I don't remember yeah. which one I settled on I was like oh, I'm gonna watch this movie and well was Matt like, and Doug yeah I'm gonna watch Spongebob Matt and Doug together have been harping on Deconstructing Harry which is a Woody Allen a Woodsy Allen movie the Woody- Woodsy I think I've seen that line like, years ago. I forget it, though. Uh, well, he says that that's Woody Allen's best movie. And I've mm. seen Annie Hall, and I've seen Hannah and Her Sisters, and those are all pretty damn funny. Yeah. Uh, I haven't... I, it, it's almost like whenever you get those recommendations over and over and over again from the same person, you, you start just, to you, hate... You just resist it? You, yeah. hate, you hate the movie, even though you haven't seen it.
3: Yeah, that's like Godfather, you guys. And the Beatles. <laughs> like, I just can't...
2: No,
0: you like it. <laughs> If you listen to it, you will like it. Yeah. Like, that was the strategy I took with Laura when it came to the Beatles. It's kind of you. worked. Because <laughs> I made her watch Hard Day's Night. and She'd never seen it before. And she's like, I don't really want to watch this. Or, and just, oh, I don't really want to watch. I'm not watch Hard Day's Night. <laughs> <laughs> she really didn't want to watch the movie, but I made her watch it. And she actually enjoyed it. So, that was a victory. Yeah. I thought Yellow Submarine was better. Yeah. <laughs> Poppin' Magical Mystery Tour! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would ever make her watch that one. <laughs> when I was
2: a kid, I didn't like Hard Day's Night because it was in black and white. There's certain things that you just but, don't get past. <laughs> but, black and white. I don't know what, it was what about, th- what about the Comedian Michelle just Wolf's just voice. Like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I would ever watch Raging Bull recently. Raging Bull. Classic film. I put it on, and then I realized that it was going
0: to be black and white the whole time. <laughs> What about Young Frankenstein or the Three Stooges or anything like that? Oh, I love those. Okay, I love the Three Stooges. Well, they are—they are. They all so why black is black and white,
2: and white. such a fucking problem with you? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. what well, hear... when it, the movie comes out in 1980, it should be in
0: goddamn color. <laughs> Young Frankenstein—they had, out in they had color in like
2: the 30s. <laughs> I want to hear
3: Jeff's review of like Schindler's List. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> too many Jews.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, am. And, and okay, got, I got one more. Okay, I don't remember the name of this movie. (laughs) Hold on. I I worked with a guy who was in a movie, some shitty, like, D movie that I think took place in Pittsburgh and, of course, filmed in Pittsburgh and all that, you know, because it was just like a local job. Uh, Kurt Angle was in it. Mm. Ah. He played... I don't know who Kurt Angle played, but
0: the guy I worked with played some kind of detective in this piece of shit. I'm willing to bet that this was produced by current state senator, Cameron Bartowata. You know what? I think it was. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and this guy was in
2: this movie, and the guy was, was a moron in real life. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> in real I, life. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't see
0: the movie. No one has.
2: He also had this voice that was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to be a salesman. He thought he, could be a, <laughs> he thought he could be a salesman. I know how to reach people. But he, uh, he doesn't work where I work anymore. He got fired. For being a dummy. (laughs) And for for being in (laughs) shitty movies that no one saw. Uh, uh, Jerry, can you come in here, please? Uh, Listen, uh, you were in shitty movies. Uh, You you were in a shitty movie with (laughs) Kurt Angle. They just
3: throw the VHS of the shitty movie uh, onto the desk. (laughs) What's this,
1: Jerry? Uh, what what Just, uh, it's uh, not like it's a over, <laughs> yes but it is uh, that terrible. would have been better it's um
2: well it stinks that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> this is not good for the company jerry do you understand what i'm getting at here jerry no <laughs> oh, one can have respect no, for you anyway. after the guy's watching this. the guy's name wasn't jerry <laughs> <laughs> timmy you had some points uh that you wanted to talk about yeah I, I, gears. I
3: do um so Recently I've become something of a connoisseur of
4: pussy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh the musky aroma doesn't do it ju- <laughs> yeah. it leaves um, an unfavorable sour taste on the palate. Wait, musky pussy? Hold on a minute. <laughs> what are you getting into?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Basement
3: pussy. I, I, I was gonna say uh I was gonna say daytime TV.
2: <laughs> Price is right.
3: Yeah. Because I'm I'm in a lot of doctors offices, uh, waiting for a patient to be seen. Granny needs to go to her doctor's appointment. So I'm sitting there waiting for her appointment to be over. So mm-hmm. You see a lot of Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, which I have an issue with. I have a big issue with Steve Harvey. Are we talking Steve about Harvey. the Steve
0: Harvey Show
2: or reruns of Family Feud? Uh, Steve Harvey Show. Oh, he's oh. a show too. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's the new Montel Williams, oh. or but he's still the host of Family Feud.
3: Oh yes. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to do the the other one first, but uh, Steve Harvey, man. So Steve Harvey released the book. Maybe. He's released a lot of books. He's like as prolific as Steve Allen at this point. Yeah, <laughs> but the one that's like a dating book for women. Though it's him as a <laughs> oh, man <yeah. laughs> writing a dating book for women, and one of the big hey. things that keeps like coming up on his this show is
0: what a man lacks. <laughs> kind of. This kind kind sounds
2: like of, a lot of mansplaining to me. It, it's, <laughs> it actually is. It's very insulting, but every single
3: show. I guess in his one book, he says something like, uh, when you meet a new man uh, that you're interested in... You should blow him. No, no the opposite. <laughs> you shouldn't sleep with him for like three months or something like that. <laughs> it's like 18 years. <laughs> no, three months. And Keep it in your pants, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but like he'll, he'll like pull audience members out. Like there's like this advice segment, and it'll be a girl that's like it's, the girl. It's always, always a girl. It's always super hot girl. Too. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's like
0: I don't know if I. Uh... And it's like and they're all about twenty two too. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you need to train
3: your man to get the goods, and, I, <laughs> and it's so insulting to like women to people in general. I think it's yeah. Insulting to, but no woman
0: has ever. You need se- to make him work for that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> But out of all the people, you don't he, go give it up on the first date.
3: <laughs> every single show, he pulls a woman out of the audience, and that's basically what they say. Like, oh, you, you can't possibly like expect for me to wait like three months, and like he does like this whole like <laughs> if the man really wants you, he he'll wait, and like all this
2: <laughs> other shit. Just, there's this chick up there, and she's like, oh, I just I just want his cock so bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, but. At no time has a woman ever gone up and said, (laughs) like, like,
1: No, yo, you don't take that dick just yet.
0: (laughs) 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 No one's, like, ever said, like, You make him wait until his sperm is all backed up. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) A woman's ever said like, "Hey, I have control over my own body. I can make my own choices." Mm-hmm. Is it like,
0: <laughs> no, 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 hey, no, no. Ain't woman man. has ever came
3: up with that argument? Because we oh, they, they because... probably won't pick them. Because Steve yeah,
2: Harvey has control over the women's bodies. <laughs> yes, he's putting the the pussy on a
3: pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, uh, but it's like a lot of like stereotypes, right? Like you're a woman, you need to not have sex with men. Men are really horny and they just want to have sex with you. You need to wait, make the man wait, and sex isn't about enjoyment for you. It's about <laughs> getting a guy to behave himself, <laughs> behave himself, and you're going to change the guy. By not having sex with them. There's just like so many things wrong with this theory. But like. So withholding sex is a useful
2: training tool. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You
3: should (laughs) enjoy enjoy sex. It's how you train men. That sounds like a book a woman would write. No, it's actually the opposite of a book a woman would write. Like it's it, it's a very sex negative.
2: I have my Dr. own Dr.
0: Ruth. I have my own yeah, book. Yeah, Dr. Wrote.
2: Ruth would strongly disagree yes. with this. I have my own book. It's out in the shelves now. It's called Fuck If You Feel Like It. <laughs> exactly.
3: So John. A Dr. Ruth book and that's what I was getting to. <laughs> you should fuck if you feel like
0: it. Exactly. We're all about free love on this podcast. Dude, it you hot. know how pissed I would be
3: if I was a woman? I waited three months. Because Steve Harvey then- told and you that. And then to. he decided <laughs> yeah. wait,
0: wait, I got be even wait. better. You're with this guy for. Two months and 28 days. <laughs> and on the 20- 20... hold the pussy for two more days.
1: Can you
0: make it, woman? Okay, and this scenario guy's like...
1: I am a standard comedian.
0: I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and the guy finally has had enough and says, Oh, fuck this. I'm done and just leaves. You've held out. For two months and 29 days for no reason. No, but then she could just say, wait, it's two more days and I get up the pussy. (laughs) Then I can fuck you. Because Steve Harvey told me to. But you don't tell the guy that. What if he sucks?
3: (laughs) And if if he's like honest and not a, a piece of shit and he hasn't had yeah. sex That's for like true. 3 months. Quite a stretch. He yeah. is
2: going to suck. That's true. And then yeah. and then she's like I waited 3 months for this for <laughs> <per> a minute.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my god. 30 seconds. I can't stop. <laughs> 3 months. <laughs>
0: Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today! It's cold out there every day! What is this, Miami Beach? Not hardly. And you know, you can expect hazardous travel later today with that, you know, that, uh, that blizzard thing. That blizzard thing. That
2: blizzard... Thing. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the report. The National Weather Service is calling for a big
0: blizzard thing. Yes, they are, but you know, there's another reason why today is especially exciting. Especially cold. Especially cold, okay, but the big question on everybody's lips. On their chap lips. On their chap lips, right. Do you think Phil is going to come out and see his shadow? tawny Phil. That's right, Woodchuck Chuckers. It's <laughs> Groundhog Day!
2: <laughs> we'll be right back. Have you ever been injured in an accident? Who hasn't? Would you want to be injured in an accident? Most people would say no. Have you ever filed suit against a big corporate entity because of an incident that occurred on their property? Well, what are you waiting for? If you're getting hurt and nobody's paying for it, you're missing out on some major cash. Some law firms only offer counsel after you've already planned to file suit. Some law firms might even advise you not to file. I'm Bob Schledecki. And I'm Gilbert Finch. Of Schladecki and Finch. We start right at the beginning and help you You get get hurt hurt for for money. Our techniques only target the deepest pockets. Let's say you're taking a stroll down a sidewalk on a nice summer's day. And you're hit by a kid on a skateboard. Wrong! Maybe you accidentally walk into the path of a speeding car. Wrong! Or perhaps you trip over a negligently placed city park bench. Ding, 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 ding! And the next thing you know, you've been injured. Cha-ching! You feel pain. Cha-ching! Suffering. Cha-ching! Embarrassment. Cha-ching! And that leads to... Money! Money! We also ensure that your endeavors lead to a clear finding of negligence, increasing the likelihood of a settlement. Did you know that every year there are over 100,000 accidents in supermarkets, many of which are large regional or national corporate chains? And that over 60% of the injured parties don't even file suit against the negligent corporations. Imagine, you're out on your weekly trip to the supermarket, and you see a loosely stacked pile of cabbages. Wrong! Or a way where a plastic bag finds its way over your head, obstructing your breathing. Wrong! Or maybe you spot a wet floor sign in aisle six. Ding, ding, ding! Cuilado isn't just Spanish for caution. It's American for opportunity. A wet floor sign isn't a warning. It's an admission. Some might say an attractive nuisance. But most of all, it's a chance for you to get money. money. And our services don't stop at getting you injured. Not everyone is willing to settle. And sometimes a suit does make it to trial. We're We're here here to to help. help. Need advice on perfecting that limp? Or a little coaching on your eyes or your Ohs. Oh, 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 oh. Not to mention a full wardrobe stocked with crutches, wheelchairs, slings, bandages, and who could forget the classic neck brace. A jury won't side with some schlub walking up to the stand like he's on the aforementioned Sunday stroll. They wanna see you crawl. Cha- ching. Struggle. Cha- ching. Lip or crutch or wheel yourself. Cha- ching. Grab your neck and your temples at the same time and frown like you just wanna put this ugly incident behind you. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. So before you go and hurt yourself at work for a measly long-term disability payment... Or worse yet, fall in the shower and see what Medicare can get you. Call Schledecky and Finch for money! Schledecky and Finch only offer non contingency fee-based counsel. And we're back. If you've been a long-time listener of our show, by which I mean you've listened for longer than six months, then you'll remember our old pal Tim, who used to join us before skipping town to Thailand and ceding his spot to Mike. You also remember that Tim was an EMT, and boy did he get into some crazy situations.
0: So, Timmy, which? Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's boy. right. What did you hit? And and describe yeah, it's the vehicle in like us. twenty oh, right. minutes.
2: So we haven't gone into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's okay. We have all night. Now, go. So I feel like I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Pretty good on the road, yeah. To do
4: things along.
3: But uh, parking and backing up has always been an issue for me. Me too. It's like I suck at the backing up thing. I get like a weird like, oh, which way does it go? Uh, that sort of thing. Like when I'm turning the wheel. But use anyway, your mirror, Timmy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not too bad at it. But I was w- so this. What happened at work? And I was in an ambulance. So I backed up an ambulance into the gate of a county jail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then a siren goes off and everybody just starts
1: running out. <laughs> <at him.
4: laughs>
2: that's
0: <laughs> I did the two in a row. <laughs> Timmy orchestrated
3: that prison break. But here's the thing. I feel like it was more the dude's hand signals. I don't like his hand signals because they do They do. Uh, you can't see what I'm doing.
2: They do this for like stop. That's not stop. That looks like going. going. Stop. You put your fist up. Yeah, that's the stop. That's, it. that's I, what I'm thinking. I worked for PennDOT, and that was the stop but signal. But they do this. For okay, stop. for the purpose of our listeners, Timmy is placing his palms out, right, and palms pushing, out, pushing well, them and we'll pushing open, palms forward, his open, forward, and then moving his palms to his genital area, and then pushing. God damn it, John! <laughs> Using a, uh, a stroke of the penis to yeah. signify. Stop. You're finished. Right. Yeah, well, that's what the dude told me, my partner. He's like, you're done driving. <laughs> <laughs> like, come up with better hand signals, asshole. Like, but, um, no. No, no. The, the traditional hand signal is the place, your dominant hand, uh, palm side facing yourself.
4: You make the fist. You make a fist fist the fist. Hold on, the hold on, events. hold on.
2: I'm not done yet. This is the keep going. And then you pull your fingertips towards yourself. As in, come on. All right, come on. Yeah, that's and then, come, and then whenever they've gone far enough, yeah. you either so place your palm outward or make a fist. Make a fist. Yeah. Fist yeah. is stop. Fist is definitely
3: stop. I don't like this. Like that, there, there's <clears throat> movement with their. There should stop be no though.
2: movement with a yeah, stop signal. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if they're pushing forward, they mean go ahead. If they put both palms forward and just stop, it means whoa. That, that means whoa, 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 whoa. That's the international signal for. Whoa, 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 whoa! Everybody knows that. But that <laughs> obviously. Yeah. That's well, obviously, why I hit the gate
3: twice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how many prisoners escaped on the second time?
3: Uh, well, what was funny is we went in and we're and we're like, hey, kind of hit the gate a couple of times, and they're just like, ah, fuck it, who cares. <laughs> No, they're like that gate is a motherfucker. You should see. because like it closes and it opens, and they're like you should see like those gates it, when it goes down <laughs> on a car. Like the dude, I forget what he said. He said something like, like oh, that well. gate don't give a fuck. That gate got more cars than the than the cars got the gate. Like <laughs> that <laughs> gate doesn't
0: pull around. So the gate is basically Harvey Weinstein.
3: Yeah, the gate. The so Harvey Weinstein of gates. Ugh. <clears throat>
2: You shoehorned that in, didn't you? Yeah. What? Uh,
3: so, mind. one of my supervisors is this huge Yenzer and he gets pissed off about everything, and he's had multiple heart attacks. And anytime, <laughs> <laughs> time something happens, everyone's just like, man, I hope he doesn't have a heart attack. Like, he's, like, really... He gets really stressed out.
0: He's going down to UPMC have a heart attack.
3: Yeah, and he, he does this thing, too, where you'll ask him a question. Like, he'll be like... Hey, hey, uh, oh, I need to come up with a fake name. Frank. <laughs> hey, Frank. Um, so the regulation for CPAP is like EMTs can do that, and he'll go, <clears throat>
1: Incorrect.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you look at your protocols, uh, and like he'll that get, don't sound very injury to me, you know. He, he just gets like really like pissed off about everything, <laughs> it's, like over really small stuff. Uh, that is the though. Why aren't you, why aren't you parking the ambulance in the station? Why is it outside? It's, 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 uh,
2: 42 degrees out. So I back. Why the hell aren't you parking the ambulance in the station? Yeah. Hey, so why do not it- you just park that ambulance in, the yeah. so hey, it- the ambulance in the here? <laughs> so like that's why that. Why is that? Why'd you leave the ambulance at? Bring it in here. You go out, bring it in here. I can rotate the tires. <laughs> <laughs> so when that- was the last time you had an alignment?
3: That's him twenty four seven. That's pretty oh accurate. <laughs> how
0: long's that motor been running? You check the pressure on that spare. Do <laughs> You know how much gas costs these days? It's 2 dollars two seventy five a gallon. You refill them oxygen bottles.
1: <laughs> He's yeah, gonna go all that's around. a big one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like that's him.
3: So I'm expecting this huge lecture from a like uh, we call them uh, I'll use hit, like our fake name for him, Frankie Talks.
1: <laughs> you better oil that oxygen valve. It you try to turn, it don't turn, it'll come crying to me. <laughs> <laughs> cry to me. That is a
3: perfect dead on. <laughs> so that boss that's all he does is yinzer the shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm like, oh my God, he's going to give me such a such a, like talking to one of his talks and I say like hey I backed the truck into like the fence well the gate at the county jail twice he's like oh okay followed an incident report
1: I'm he, like what the fuck the
4: hell are <laughs> <doing down there?
1: laughs> like all
2: them prisoners down there, they're gonna get out and they're gonna go just run ravaging around town and you know why because you don't know how to back up an ambulance the wrong with you that's what I was expecting. But,
3: like, out of all the things, did not give a fuck that I, I backed an ambulance into a gate twice. He went, ah,
2: oh, jeez, just uh, fill out the
0: report, oh, geez, please. please.
3: Fill out a 350.
2: I'm like, Timmy, you Timmy, you freed Frankie Sebitis, so I hope you know that. What's up? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> there was a certain thing about timmy's work experience i wanted to get to
3: oh oh that's yes. right okay. that's okay. right okay. so they had me training with an als shift uh which was really nice because it like really boosted my confidence the medic i was with was like shit you actually know like what you're doing i was like in the back with him a lot uh but the emt i was with had been doing it for like 18 years or something like that old veteran, yeah, and and I texted you guys and said this guy is exactly like Mike Irvin Trout. Mike Irvin Trout looked like From him, Breaking Bad <laughs> slash sounded like him, um, had
2: sort of the same demeanor. Was it actually? Timmy, actor what did Jonathan you do Banks? with my pimento sandwich? <laughs> you know, what I pictured was like so you're you're uh, putting an, an IV into somebody, <laughs> and every time you do it wrong, he's just standing there going, <laughs> okay. What did we learn?
1: <laughs> and meanwhile, the, the, some, it's the old, some old lady, and she's dead because it has you do it over and over. <laughs> do uh, it again. Oh, man. You're not what, doing it right. A- <laughs> what did you do wrong this time?
4: <laughs> I was going to do mine. I can't we'll compete do compete with
1: that.
0: No, I can't. Just it, do it. It's not as good. So? everybody has
2: one do everybody it everybody <laughs> can do a mike Ehrman trout no right not after that no that was a good
3: one uh, That was th- a good Ehrman trout that, that, that's why i brought it up i know you guys do great ermine trouts
2: well actually here was the thing um uh, not that long ago jeff and i went on a, a weekend with some friends and just you know a booze fest weekend and it, when it gets late and you've been drinking all night you tend to have a low voice and uh, yeah you have a low voice what we used to do was... That's what makes it easy to do Mike Armantrout. We, we used to almost like, <laughs> my voice is going to be so low when I wake up tomorrow. And, I, and we're not even close to that level now, but one night I was doing a killer Mike Armantrout to the point where I would just do it and Jeff would go, uh-huh. <laughs> I can't do it now. I'm gonna do my best. Your ermine trouts were pretty
3: good earlier when we were off there. We, we, were. Yeah, we were. We were talking off the about it earlier. Three of us you were were doing it. Yeah. You're doing
2: a pretty good ermine trout, John. <laughs> You're doing a pretty good, pretty good ermine trout. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: can't even so, do it now. So I'll give you some uh ex- set me up. So <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you some experiences with this dude and then maybe you can turn term- turn them into yeah, ermine trout.
2: Inspiration for John's yeah. ermine trout. <laughs>
3: Don't, don't get like ermine trout shy over there, John. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little like, I, don't really, this never happens. I could do, a... do <laughs> oh, totally no, 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 uh... like really strong. And, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, now that we're recording, I don't know. Actually, no, it was, it was, it was, I just heard Jeff's. So I'm like, well, I can't do that. <laughs> so, John, why can't you get it up? <laughs> <laughs> no. Tim- oh, man. Timothy, no, that's terrible. <laughs>
2: no, but like, um, Timothy, is there something you need to tell me? It was sort of. It was like a D. little bit like that. What's that? You're you're at a D, D plus, D plus, oh, D plus. Come on. No, uh, I, no. I, I shoot for C. I, I shoot for C plus.
3: So, like at one point though, we got this old lady who had like horrible lung sounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible lung sounds. Her lungs were just horrible. Uh, they were junk. Um, <laughs> they were junk. Did you they get were junky. New... That's that's what they say. They were Did you get her a new
0: lung, Tim?
3: No, but... Alright, I can guarantee a mine's going
0: to be better than Lawrence's. Well, that one, sure.
3: But, like, we get her into the ambulance, and, like, the the older EMT dude's standing at, like, the side door. And then the like, other dude's starting, like, an IV.
2: Mm-hmm. He's Tim, like, will you just stop screwing around and let her die?
3: No, he's like, uh... And this is, like, where you can use your voice. Like,
2: you've ever used a CPAP before? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tim... <laughs>
2: Have you ever used a CPAP before? That's nah, terrible. Jeff, get, Jeff, just do it. Tim, have you ever used a CPAP before?
3: I was like, I,
1: I've done it on a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, a mannequin isn't a person.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh,
2: hey. Good night, everybody. Na, 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 na. Oh, shit. I think he said something like, well, today you are. <laughs>
0: There's nothing
2: funny about medicine. <laughs>
4: oh, Jeff!
0: Jeff's on a roll here, folks. Oh, God, it's over. <laughs> Contest is over.
3: Can I share something? Yeah. Yeah. Is it about hand jobs? No. Oh, no. Oh. But I feel, I feel a little bit off. And I think I, I, I'm a bit haunted by something that someone said to me the other day. Yeah. And I can't get out of my my head. My one instructor uh for my advanced EMT course. Like he's a fat dude and he like coughs a lot. He's constantly coughing. <laughs> yeah, he does that. <laughs> and he has like the, he has he has quite the prominent jowl. <laughs> and, does he sound like he has prominent jowls? A little
2: bit, yes. Does he look like the type of guy that can just be like sitting straight up and then fall asleep? Does
0: he look like me? <laughs> no. No, because you know what? I, you don't, I don't really have, you have jowls the, the, yeah, the jowl. I know you you what Tim's describing. It's the guy
3: that he doesn't have a neck. <laughs> yeah, in the... And his breathing is really compromised, which, like, he's a paramedic, so you think he would be like a bit more concerned about that.
2: But, anyways, it's, so it's go- probably just general fat guy breathing, which is always like through the nose, just
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> but
3: here's the thing,
1: Timmy, me, let me tell you something. <laughs> You're put butter on your cookies, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so here's
3: the thing. He started he, he started going into one of his coffee coughing fits, and like there's some secretions that are flying. Secretions, secretions, oh,
0: secretions, expectorants. That's, like
3: that's like one of those millennial words that they all hate, like pus. So he goes, "I apologize." Uh, I hope I didn't get any lung cookies on any of the guys.
4: <laughs> lung, lung cookies? cookies in that
3: phrase has been <laughs> oh stuck God. in my head ever since. What does that lung mean? Lung cookies. Lung cookies.
2: Yeah. A lung. Is that like phlegm? Yeah.
3: Like it's disgusting. Th- lung cookies (laughs) like you're gonna get some like
2: this disgusting bodily like just substance that comes from inside of you on somebody else and they're gonna like give it a cute name like cookies
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just picture like these little cookies in his (laughs) abbeoli
1: That I hope they don't get any ass brownies on you
2: picture a bunch of little men in there baking what if you jizz on someone then what do you call it like I hope they don't get any uh, swim buddies on you (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <It's my body. laughs>
3: but i'm haunted by it guys i can't get it out of my head i've seen a lot of dead people over the past like couple of weeks really yeah but the worst thing is lung cookies, <laughs> lung cookies. I, that's what's staying i with totally me. agree lung cookies. <laughs> i
2: agree 100%. dead and dying people seen dead people or the lung cookies but no, no issue whatsoever
3: lung cookies though
2: oh I still want to know what that means. What, I don't know, what, what, man. What, awful what disease kind of did cookies he had, <laughs> does he have coughing up all this disgusting shit? Lung cookies.
0: <laughs> but like, what kind of cookies it, just, it boggles the mind I don't know. I like, don't know. <laughs> I can't think of any good Cookie that you could name something like that. I after. don't
2: have the answers, Lawrence. Anything <laughs> that comes for your lungs, from your lungs and, and gets on some. So did, it, did anything get on you? Like, did you actually like? No, I, I did, think like they do get something on you. You thought it was just spits, so like, but then he says lung cookies. The was like right
3: next to me too, so the, the comment was directed at me. But like, <laughs> yeah, he missed me, but lung cookies. What color
2: was it? Like it was just spittle, but like lung cookies. That means that he knows it's not just spittle. Like it's he's got something else going on. He knows cookies. something is something he's is He's got his like up. horrible compromised fat guy breathing. He probably has like chronic and, and, bronchitis or something. <laughs> and then he just he just just hacks up. Enough so to where he, like, Enough where he gives it a pet name. Exactly. women
3: mucus. <laughs> so it's not the first time he's used that phrase,
2: right? He didn't couldn't come. Be. Yeah. Couldn't be. <laughs> you guys! lung cookies again.
0: <laughs> what if he, like, he, he shits his pants. <laughs> and he like, sorry about my butt brownies, guys. Yeah, and, he, and he gets up from the chair and he's like,
4: oh, got
2: a little yoo-hoo on there. <laughs> I hate this guy. I don't know him,
4: but I, I <laughs> hate this guy. It's
2: rough. I can't
3: sleep at night anymore. <laughs> uh... <laughs> he's going to be your partner for, like, 12 oh, years. Lung
2: cookie. Please tell me you've showered since this... Incident and coming into yeah. my house.
0: I, I, you're not bringing any lung cookies into the <laughs> studio, are you?
2: Just me, like
3: sitting in the showers, scrubbing myself and crying.
4: Lung cookies.
2: <laughs> you're you're scraping yourself with like steel wool. <laughs> and I
0: have to get the lung cookies off. Unclean, unclean.
2: You might have inhaled some. Actually, you might want to get that checked out. That's how you spread the blood. You know what oh, you should do? The next time he's talking to you, and he like- I'm sorry, Tim. Like, you, like, you like wipe yourself off and be like, Hey, how about a little milk with those lung cookies? <laughs>
4: it's
0: all okay, and then he drops his pants.
4: <laughs> whoa, whoa!
2: <laughs> Tim sure watched a lot of people die. Let's take a quick break. Hello, son.
0: Dad, what do you... come in? One of Jerry's? Uh, yeah, sure.
3: Oh, that's refreshment with
0: a kick. Dad, what are you doing? I just couldn't stay away any longer. Any longer? Ah! You missed the funeral. Ah, <sighs> crisp lemon flavor. Your sister.
3: Oh, that's tasty I heard about the accident
0: accident you still can't believe it like I can't believe these bad boys only have 97 calories per bottle son what are you talking about 97 calories and Rachel she fell she jumped dad because of you because you weren't there for us when we needed you she jumped just like the Jerry's cool, refreshing flavor jumps down your throat and lets you know it's party time. Party time, Dad. Party time. Son,
1: I'm dying. Jerry's Hard Lemonade, a hard lemonade for hard times.
2: Our next dedication comes from Mary Ann Galworth of Butte, Montana. It reads, Dear Lawrence, On the old show, you used to read letters that you pretended were sent in by listeners, but were obviously written by you and the guys. My mother is very upset about her fucking dog dying, and wants to hear some of those old letters before the infection in her anus takes over, and we have to put her down too. Marianne, these next clips go out to your mother and her rotting, bleeding anus. This is fucking ponderous man ponderous fucking ponderous
0: okay okay letter number four hey guys i'm getting really sick of all the beatles talk no one cares about this old people music laura she's not laura. wrong
2: she's not wrong
0: <laughs> we talked about the beatles
2: twice uh, good Yeah, good twice <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> is anybody wrong. wrong here? nobody's wrong no yeah. there are no wrong answers on the lawrence watson show every answer is a right answer <laughs>
0: Well, uh, that was from Laura. Oh. So that's why I was on the air, wasn't it? Well, she knew that I wouldn't read it. Stop the Beatles talk now. <laughs> no way he likes it. Oh, Lawrence, <laughs> I'm tired of this Beatles talk. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Hey. Why can't you talk about a cool band like midnight oil?
3: <laughs> you know, for as much shit as you give me about not liking the Beatles, I did an amazing rendition of Twist and Shout.
2: It was great.
3: Yeah. I totally remember it, too.
2: If you recall, (laughs) do you? I I, I remember John
3: coming up to me and saying, that was a song.
0: (laughs) We now have our second segment, which is Letters to the show. Letters to the show. We have a couple today, and uh, John is going to read the first one, so uh, why don't you just go ahead oh, and Oh, I the do first like one, a couple. Do you? Yeah. yeah.
2: You've been seeking that out for a long time, and you well, never, you never get both him. at the same time, do you? <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk to Laura, Tim.
4: I'll talk
0: to Laura, Tim. All right. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay,
2: good. Letter number one. <clears throat> okay, go for it, John. Dear Lawrence Watson Show. I've been listening to you guys, and I don't know, man. I feel like, Lawrence, you know, we came up together as comics, and we had our problems in the past, and I know it wasn't always the best to you, but after a few years, I apologized. And we got through it, but I hear what you guys are doing now, and I don't know, man. It seems like there's not a love there, not a lot of love there. I've heard you guys taking a few jabs at me in my show, and I've been talking to my therapist about it. And I'm working through it, and I don't give a shit about what other comics say, but really, man, I never came after you guys, so I don't understand what this new shit is. I mean, I've had anger problems, so I'm not trying to let this get to me, but I don't know, man. I felt like it would be good to reach out to you and let you know that I'm having some problems with this, and I'm working through it, man, so I hope we can, I don't know, man, like, talk this through... Let me know when you're in the area next time. We'll grab some coffee and work this things out. Uh, this is from Mark in Los Angeles,
0: California. Well, the next time I'm in the area, Mark, we can certainly grab some coffee and work this out. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I, we're, there's going to be a long bit of deletion there. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so I have the second letter here. <laughs> Dear... <laughs> timmy are you all right (laughs) i think we figured out who it is (laughs) i think i have an idea um mark in los angeles i think i know this guy and uh we did have our ups and downs uh but uh we're gonna work through it man so uh, fellow comics you know you kind of sometimes it you know john witherspoon was an asshole the one time
2: (laughs) (laughs) what show did we make fun of on on our show None. Uh, We're entirely respectful. I didn't think so. We respect
0: everyone, (laughs) so... uh. (laughs) Second letter. Dear Lawrence Watson Show. I was listening to your show and just wanted, nay, had, to send in a letter to your program. Jeff... You in particular have some amazing insight into what we all know is a global conspiracy perpetrated by Jack Ruby in cooperation with the CIA and President Lyndon Baines Johnson to frame Lee Harvey Oswald for the assassination of JFK in order to prevent him from releasing secret intelligence files detailing visits of alien lifeforms who were here specifically to prevent Project MKUltra. I'm writing to implore you all, even the hippie vegan guy to remember to stay vigilant in the face of what will be constant threats from your platforms, or from the platforms, where you host your very truthful program. Enclosed is a free sample of caveman energy powder... (laughs) Which which contains ample amounts of what our ancestors... Enclosed is a free sample of caveman energy powder which contains ample amounts of what our ancestors relied on for virility, especially the bone broth. (laughs) Yours in solidarity against the New World Order, Alex from Dallas.
2: (laughs) No. Okay, okay.
0: letter number two.
2: Letter number two. I'm going to read this one. Okay, Jeff. Let me uh, get it open here. There's no name on this letter. Oh,
0: dear. Uh, it's always a good start.
2: Dear Lawrence Watson Show, I'm a big fan and have listened to all your shows, but I'm surprised that of all the topics you've discussed, there has been no mention of the way that drug companies have created a stranglehold on the American people with their alleged treatments and cures. It's unfortunate that so few realize That the true path to good health is not in the form of some addictive pill or injection handed out by a doctor who's clearly on
0: the take. Sounds like another letter from Alex from Dallas. (laughs)
2: I've had the fortune of a wonderful mentor who has not only opened my eyes to the evil ways of pharmaceutical companies, but has helped me become an entrepreneur. And I want to do the same for you. For a small startup fee plus cost of product. Oh no no no. I can help you build hold on. I can help you build your own business selling 100% natural essential oils. And it doesn't end there by recruiting others to work under you with Max Essentials. No 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 no. Guys, this is some kind of a pyramid scheme. This company is Max because this is garbage because what you really want uh is Max Essentials is terrible. What You really want is Watson's Tonics. That's our own uh, show-funded uh, company. Yeah, it's for all your tonics, elixirs, oils, and salves. And this is an opportunity that you can all take advantage of. It's not a pyramid scheme. We use a tiered, upward-flow, bottom-heavy model. <laughs> if you're serious about making some money, just hit up Lawrence and Facebook with your social uh, security number and bank account info. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's the yeah, there's
3: a little bit of Lawrence in every every essential
4: oil.
2: <laughs> <too>. <laughs> I mean, the letters were real. It just, well, it doesn't matter who wrote them. We'll be right back. You've tried a hundred breakfasts in the state of West Virginia, from every so-called greasy spoon and grease pit but everyone has left your grease tooth drier than an unbuttered English muffin topped with cornmeal. Big Greasy Jim's Big Greasy Breakfast, located in the heart of Calhoun County, aims to be the answer to your suet-soaked dreams. Every Sunday, we fill our dining tables to corpulous capacity with the Big Jim Breakfast, our flagship family-style meal for just $49.99. Grease your gullets with four dozen eggs cooked over easy in yesterday's bacon drippings and sausage leavings. We toss those eggs under a heap of real scratch made lard fried biscuits and smother it all in our extra heavy cream based sausage gravy. That yolky, sausagey, creamy greasiness is complemented by a mile high pile of thick cut black hawk back bacon left to drain its succulent, greasy juices onto a king size bed of deep fried, full fat cheddar hash brown potatoes. And all these dripping, grease steep delights live in a city of skyscraper stacks of rich, creamery, butter braised hotcakes where it rains a thick, heavy downpour of sweetened, spicy maple sausage syrup. A city where the roads are paved with double breaded triple country fried skillet steaks and oozing their greasy tallow onto miles of lardacious ham hock sidewalks and flooded with more of that chunky creamy sausage gravy. And at the end of your meal as you try to hold your slattery hands together to pray thanks to the grease God almighty he will bless you with a legouté of Jim's fine charcuterie platter. Delicate slices Of salamis, sausages, sweetbreads, and more. Perfectly marbled and custom cured for an extra high concentration of sparkling white solid grease in its purest form.
1: You will not leave Big Jim's Big Greasy breakfast without
2: feeling fully fed, fattened, and greased down to your bones. You have Big Greasy Jim's Big Greasy guarantee. Vegan options also available. And we're back. As you may know, one of our favorite things to do on the program is imitate other people because we're nothing but a bunch of unoriginal fools. Here are a few clips of us attempting to do some impersonations. So why don't you impersonate the guy that was in the next stall while I was trying to masturbate in the men's room at Sears, and listen.
1: What's the matter, you deep or something? So I've been
2: uh,
3: talking with this girl back in Vegas that I dated like very briefly. Does she like
0: Cheers? Well, no, but, you know. She likes old 80s sitcoms like Perfect Strangers. I
3: need Lawrence's uh, long-distant relationship advice. Like, <laughs> h- how long do I wait to whip out the dick on Skype is is my main question. You don't.
2: <laughs> you don't wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't tell her. Just do it. I've always found
2: that that's well, the... Well, I, al- uh... I already am, but,
3: you know, it's like the computer's on my chest. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Just,
3: just watch a
2: Netflix, babe. Here's what you do you get yourself a pipe cleaner. You know and, what be. Uh, hold on. A pipe cleaner and a magic marker or or uh, a couple of googly eyes. <laughs> so obviously, the googly eyes, I don't have to explain. The yeah. pipe cleaner, you, you make like little arms. Oh. Yeah. And then <laughs> I thought
3: you were just really first, into like, like pain, and you were just no,
2: no, no, no. At first she's like, "Oh, Tim, how's it going?" And then it'll slowly dawn on her.
0: <laughs> it'll slowly dawn on her. What, she's what if in it doesn't, for. though? You could also achieve the same
2: effect with a pair of sunglasses by itself. So, well, what if I'm masturbating
3: the whole time, like as I'm talking to her, and this could be like a really cute romantic thing. That like later on, we find out she was masturbating the whole time, too. That
2: sounds like a romantic Aww. comedy. Yeah. So it it sounds sounds like a Hallmark movie. What's Meg Ryan doing right now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Should be into it. Give <laughs> her a call. Have you have you seen her lately? And Richard Gere. <laughs> i <Richard laughs> at it. Gere. Oh, God. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Richard
2: Gere. Long Distance Love. Rated PG-13. So is Richard Gere or Meg Ryan playing me? No, uh, you're going to be played by Dom Deluise. Oh, okay. He's dead.
0: <laughs> Does it really matter? <laughs> well, I mean, before we had people who were at least alive. I mean, Richard I mean, Besides, mean... everybody knows that me being the size that I am, I would be Don Delways, or Orson Welles, or Orson Welles, <laughs> or late career Marlon Brando, <laughs> mid career Marlon, everything after Mutiny on the Bounty, Marlon Brando. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I'm going to take ten minutes to die on this on this scene because. Well, I've got this new pair of pants that Wardrobe made for me after I blew the seat out of the last pair. <laughs> and I don't. See, I... in Tahiti, they have these dogs. No, you know what I want to hear? I want
3: to hear just Mike uh, Ermentrout halftime speech to football players. Just...
2: You know oh, what? I, I, had a, I had a Mike Ermentrout we're not going to even get to what because what you had was a better idea. What I had written down is not going to be considered. Sorry, Lawrence, you Excuse did a good me. job.
0: We're going back to Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is my show. <laughs> For now, I'm showrunner. Damn it. You're you're fired. <laughs> Shit. Well, you're not invited anyway. to the wrap party. Oh uh, well. Anyway, well.
2: all right, Mike. Mike. Yeah, do Mike. Here's Mike Abramon Erman- Trout. Halftime speech. Okay. It's halftime, the last game of the season. We didn't make the playoffs because we went 0-16, so none of this really matters. If you all want to get in your cars and go home now,
1: you'd be doing me a huge favor because I don't want to be here anymore. The fans don't want to be here anymore. They're leaving in droves because you guys stink no one wants to watch you on television
2: in person they're not listening to you on the radio no one gives a shit beautiful beautiful
3: you should have closed with uh just let me fucking die in peace
4: My dad, wa- my dad's retired now. He watches
2: Bob Ross every day. He will, like, make time to sit down and watch Bob... And then he takes a nap. You know <laughs> my dad has never been a nap guy. He's been a fall asleep in his chair guy, but mm-hmm. never like a I'm going to take a nap guy. That would be funny if they played Bob Ross, so you fall asleep, and then they played uh, Bill Alexander right after. So you after, wake up. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, we're going to do a painting today. And we have some magic white. All of us in Kansas. <laughs>
0: the same technique <laughs> yeah i know i actually you know it's funny i had never even heard of bill alexander until i listened to a pat and oswald routine about oh yeah uh, yeah 10 yeah, years yeah that ago, was great where he talked about bob ross man he's like a human quail he's, really he's really fucking funny. mellow yeah really mellow no, and then he, the other
2: guy was bill alexander no, he, well he said he actually pointed out, he learned off of, he was the same technique yes. as the guy that bill alexander that's and who he, bob ross learned from mm-hmm. yeah exactly bill alexander started to dislike they didn't like Bob Ross after a while, because Bob Ross was... More famous. Was, yeah, he was, it more, was more popular. He was more famous, and Bill Alexander kind of said, uh, he acts like he invented the technique. Well, Bob Ross, in his very first episode, said, I have to give all credit to Bill Alexander for this. Mm-hmm. Because he became a disciple of Bill Alexander, then right. he got his own show. But doing... well, one of the big things that Bob Ross did that Bill Alexander didn't do... Uh, or maybe, marketing know, yeah mar- well mark not just marketing but like he would have people go to different places and yeah, and yeah. teach teach people well he would do it himself he was, too. he was all re- yeah in himself yeah he would also do it and he would have his uh, his uh, son
0: Bob Ross sort yeah. of oh, instructors his son, yeah his son Steve <laughs> his son Steve <laughs> <laughs> who would you go can...
2: and also teach who was the best mountain painter? so he had painter, all these different I've people going around <laughs> and teaching the techniques so everybody could paint that was Bob Ross is more about like everybody painting yeah uh, Bill Alexander probably was too, but I don't think he went through the the same amount of effort that Bob Ross went to. to no, to get Bob Ross paying. made it like his mission. to, yeah, to get people, bring that get to everybody. Yeah. But to, go to the fucking mall and do a demonstration. And Roy is not allowed to go. You can't, really,
0: you can't. I can't really see Bill Alexander doing that because if you've ever seen Bill Alexander, you'll know that he was about eighty. <laughs> yeah, know, he was, was really old. <laughs> you know, he was this little old German man, and uh, I just can't see him putting the same kind of energy after he's recorded some of his shows where he expends so much of that energy. Right, yeah,
2: exactly, yeah. How Bob Ross reserved ro- yeah. energy. Yeah. They would tape like five shows a day. Well, <laughs> yeah. it was Bill Alexander's mistake. Yeah. Did you ever see the exterior of the place where they actually taped Bob Ross episodes? No. It was a house in, in Muncie, Ruse, Indiana. Yeah, Muncie. <laughs> <laughs> it was they, 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 they were like a second-story bedroom. They would tape the episodes. You know, I went on eBay one time, and this isn't really all that related to what you were saying, but on <laughs> eBay, you, can, you could buy a... Uh, Bob Ross's autograph in the form of canceled checks that he wrote to the gas company. (laughs)
4: Like, they're
2: selling these checks. Bob Ross paying his bills. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I don't know if they're still there. This is a while ago, but I found all these checks. Okay, now here's a question. Now, Bob Ross
0: painted thousands of paintings. Yeah. How many... Where do they go?
2: (laughs) Well, some of
0: them were.
2: Do you see them like, like a fucking museum, like in the Met in New York City? You, where This I is an I original don't think you'd Bob Ross. See them I don't see know where they go, but if you go on eBay, you can find Bob Ross original paintings. And what are they going for? A lot. They're, yeah, yeah they're, they go for a lot. I mean, I'm saying like 1,000, you know, like 1,500, 2,000, something like that. I'd shell out that for an original like, Bob Ross. You know, it's not like a, an original Picasso. Keep or it in something. the bathroom, you know? <laughs>
0: it's a great spot for a, a painting, bathroom. Well, I think I, well, whenever I would do
2: a Bob Ross, I, gi- I give mine away cause, but they're not that expensive, you know. Mm-hmm. Because Bob Ross could do a painting in literally thirty minutes. Yeah, and that was the great thing about <laughs> Bob Ross was whenever he taped his show, he would let you know if they, if there was no editing. We edited a lot of our shows here, but today we're just going to do it just on the fly, on the fly. Here we go, no editing today. See, what I heard was that he always <laughs> did. He did the painting. He would do a painting that week. Yeah, and then he would do it again on the
0: show. More or less again, yeah. Yeah. The ones on the show were, were slightly less detailed. He would do a more detailed painting afterward... That would be the one that would they would say, okay, this is the final. But the one we would see on the show would be the slightly less detailed painting. Doesn't really matter. I, mean, I know they're it's all, just they're, the, they're all. Lovely. He did three copies of a painting: a rough draft, the one on the show, and then a final version.
2: I want to see the the, the, the Bob Ross where he decides to do like an avant-garde modern <laughs> art kind of thing. He starts like slathering paint on the canvas and, and then <laughs> rubbing his dick on it, <laughs> <laughs> and then just like lays it on the ground and takes a shit on it. Okay, we're. Gonna take out our five inch pecker. We're just gonna lay that painting right down on the ground there and take a big old out dump it. on it. We're gonna <laughs> take undo our belt dump. Now. now, I've been eating some a lot of corn and peanuts, <laughs> <something. laughs> so I have a <laughs> oh <laughs> write God. that down. Avant garde Bob Ross. <laughs> hey, we need to <laughs> let's. Stick that one in in our receptors. Don't sell our fucking idea either. (laughs) You heard it
0: here first, folks. Avant-garde Bob Ross. In fact, edit that out so no one gets to know about that. I probably will. So we'll we'll surprise the listeners.
2: Now I'm going to... Start masturbating now, because we want to we want to build up a nice big load to put on that to, to finish it all off. No. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the the mountains of Alaska that <laughs> I'd seen when I was out there, and, and boy, oh, boy, were those just beautiful mountains! Oh, I love the seeing the, the sun coming down behind it, and, and the sun rises, and and you just see those big goddamn mountains. Oh fuck! <laughs> Let me type about my first wife. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Now, to start our second half of the show, we're going to pull out a dry, clean five-inch pecker. And we're going to go ahead and, and dip that into a little bit of the Prussian blue. And we're just going to rub that all around on the canvas and and sort of put in some indications of a nice, uh, nice big old sky. And that happy sky, When we, we're going to put that in... And now we're gonna we're gonna clean that pecker off in our uh, odorless thinner. I use odorless thinner. You, otherwise, you you sacrifice your marriage when you do that. <laughs> and, and now we're gonna take that five-inch pecker and, and we're gonna start to we're just gonna give it a little a few strokes. And, and as we give those few strokes, we're gonna make those bristles nice and stiff. <laughs> the more strokes you make, the the stiffer it gets. So we're going to keep giving it some strokes and and make it stiffer and stiffer be, until we get it fully hard and stiff. And now once we have that done, we're going to start thinking about some some nice nice trees and way off in the distance. And in front of those trees is there's a couple of more trees that, that sort of pop out in front of you. And I tell you what, these trees they, they have a little friend. A few bushes down in front of it. Add some dimension to your painting. You don't want to just slap some trees on that canvas. You want to, you want to put some dimension in there to get, bring it all to life. And we're gonna keep stroking that five-inch pecker and, until we, until we get a nice, a nice release on the canvas. And that's gonna finish it off. And we're gonna, we're gonna rub that in there and, and put a nice little signature on it. And we're gonna call that a, a finished painting. Uh, But that's one thing I was looking for was the subtleties because Tom Hanks is also like a universally loved figure, Mm -hmm. but in a different way. Fred Rogers kind of like allowed moments to be uncomfortable where Tom Hanks, you know, his presence like, you know, tries to diffuse those uncomfortable. Hey, I'm Tom Hanks. How are you? And are you okay, Jeffrey? You want to talk about
0: your feelings? Where did the priest touch you, Jeffrey? Point out on this little doll. What is he, district attorney or something? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Now you know, Jeffrey. He's Detective. Det- Detective Fred Rogers. Detective, see, we should
4: Detective Fred Rogers.
2: Now you see, Jeffrey, when I feel mad or glad or sad about something, I like to talk about it with someone. Now, what do you know about this murder? <laughs> 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 Oh my god. I, got a dead, I have a dead body in an alleyway. <laughs> were you feeling mad? <laughs> Did you do something bad?
0: This will be our next noir. After we finish this one.
4: <laughs> what
0: the hell are you doing? What
4: are you doing? <laughs> Jordan's getting a Jordan guitar has out. picked
2: up a guitar. We're, we're out with Tim here. I'm grasping for straws at this point. Did you do something bad? <laughs> Where are you (laughs) feeling, mad? Turn your damn guitar once in a while, Jeffrey. Why don't you put it down? Let's get back to what we were talking about,
0: which is we Detective were... Fred Rogers. Detective <laughs> Fred Rogers. <laughs> Folks, we just want to say that this will be our next noir after Parts Unknown. <laughs> let's, let's get the wrestling one. Yeah, let's do list. that first. No, then, no problem. Then,
2: then we'll work on yeah. Detective Fred Rogers. <laughs> Starring, or maybe we could not Starring do the same. All us, <laughs>
0: Starring, <laughs> Starring all of us as Fred Rogers. <laughs> we each take a turn. This is <laughs> isn't is
2: now a fictional True, true Crime
0: podcast.
4: <laughs>
2: We might actually, like, get the listenership up if we do that. Could. Truecrimenoir.com. It could be, be like, Mr. Rogers with his partner Bob Ross. Oh, (laughs) God, yeah. So you just perform the whole thing? Is that how it works? Well, you could do Mr. Rogers. I'll do Bob Ross. Okay. I guess Uh, I'll be Mr.
0: McFeely, then. No, you'll be the witness. I'll be the witness? (laughs) The witness? (laughs) you just be you.
2: Well. (laughs) Well, Lawrence, uh... I understand that you're feeling a little bit sad about something.
0: I am, because I didn't get the good part. Is there something (laughs) that
2: you know? That you want to talk about? No, not really. Well, you know, Lawrence, we just want you to do things that make you happy. And I hope that killing that old lady didn't make you happy. (laughs) Because it shouldn't make you happy. Doing nice things should make you happy. There are a lot of ways to express our feelings. And sometimes we get so mad that we want to hurt somebody else. And sometimes we start feeling things so you empty a couple tubes of paint onto your palette and, <laughs> and put on some liquid white on that canvas. But you and I know that to kill somebody is not right. You know, what I want to take out my frustrations, you know what I do is I, I get out that big old two-inch brush and I just beat that onto the easel over and over, beating the devil out of it. <laughs> now sometimes when we're angry, we lie to each other. I don't want you to lie to me, Lawrence, because I'll never lie to you. <laughs> and Lawrence, all we want you to do is talk to us. Because we know that talking, that'll make us happy. But it doesn't seem to make you happy.
0: Well, gosh. I don't know. I didn't kill anybody. Now I didn't I kill know. that child.
2: <laughs> now I know. That it was you...
0: all baby bop.
2: <laughs> that you know what you did, Lawrence. Sometimes no. <laughs> when we're trapped... Sometimes we lie, and even when the truth can be found, we just take some Prussian blue and paint a drop in a big old sky. <laughs> sometimes, oh when we're angry, we do. Sometimes like to fight, <laughs> and sometimes we use a black gesso canvas to paint a scene at night. This
1: is going a lot better. <laughs> This is too funny. We don't need to write anything. We just improv. We just improv the whole thing. Just improv PBS
5: characters.
2: We'll be right back.
5: On the next Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Detectives Bob Ross and Fred Rogers try to dig up some dirt on the streets.
2: It's certainly a beautiful day in your neighborhood.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: And I'm certainly glad you could be out here to enjoy such a wonderful day with us. Can I help you with something? Sometimes you know something about someone that could get them in trouble. And you might be afraid to talk about it. Have you ever had to keep a secret from somebody?
0: I don't know. Maybe.
2: (laughs) Well, shoot. You know, there's nothing wrong with having secrets. Why don't you tell us yours, and it'll be our little secret. We won't tell. We won't tell. Look, what do you guys want? It's always nice to stop by and say hello to a neighbor. We just like to get out and make friends. Everyone should have a friend. Heck, even a couple old guys like us. And sometimes our friends do
0: things that we might be afraid to talk about. I don't understand.
2: Well, let's say one of those friends went and had himself a happy little accident.
0: An accident? Like what?
2: Maybe, maybe, he got a little frustrated and instead of taking it out on one of his dirty old paint brushes, he went and stabbed someone. Sometimes you feel like shouting until your face turns red, and sometimes you can get so mad that
0: someone ends up dead. Look, man, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Now if we go on up to your face here, we can see that we have a light alizarin crimson hue. And that gives us the indication that you're lying to us. Now then, let's say we pull out our little old Glock 19 and, gripping it by the barrel, we hold the handle end outward, and use that to give you a nice hard whack right about
1: there.
4: Oh!
2: Sometimes you might want to lie because you did something bad. Or maybe because you know someone else did something bad. Lying about things like when you see your friend spill someone's guts all over the hood of a Pontiac, can only make more trouble for you later.
0: I don't have to tell you anything.
2: (laughs) Well, shoot. They do say silence is golden. Heck, my wife would certainly agree to that. Now, let's get crazy. Let's get crazy. I tell you what. We'll put that old Glock away and take out a pair of nice, clean, dry handcuffs. And with a quick beat the gut... We'll hand those rascals over to Fred so we can put them on nice and tight.
0: Am I being arrested?
2: When you lie to the police, when you lie right through your teeth, you get taken to the station for a real interrogation.
0: This is bullshit. I wasn't even there that night.
2: (laughs) Shoot. Now you've just gone and messed up your story. I never said this old stabbing happened at night. Now then, let's go on ahead and get your lying little rear end into the backseat of this here cop car.
1: What's happening?
2: It's okay to feel afraid when you think something bad is going to happen. But it's important to talk about those feelings. Even if the person you talk to is about to give you the beating of your life, if you don't start telling us what you know. (laughs) Alright, Fred. Let's take this turd downtown.
5: bad cop Thursdays at 10 9 central on NBC
4: I'm having a good fucking time
2: we sure do get into all kind of crazy things when we're not busy sitting in my basement on a pre-owned couch talking into bargain-priced microphones and we always enjoy sharing our stories with you like these next three the first one is about bowling is that beautiful that really is beautiful and even, like, that entire night of, like, positivity, it wasn't even close to the best bowling event that we've had, which happened at Locate Lanes on September 9th, 2016. Yeah, I wasn't there for this. Uh, well, this why is... do you remember the date? Because, I don't know why because Pitt played Penn State the next day. And well, that's how why? I know. He just remembers the date. <laughs> but I think you need to uh, correct something, John. Um, this is the best thing that's ever happened in a bowling alley. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yeah, ever. In the history of bowling. Probably, yeah. What happened? Go ahead, Jeff. I'm a little distracted because my wife is coming through the door and making noise. And making noise, even though she knows that we're doing a, a, a is, is podcast the, show right is now. Is the on-air sign on right now? So uh, I should get one. You think mom's going to come down? Like, what are they
0: doing? <laughs>
2: mom's probably Mom. thinks she just dropped her off. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Monroeville, Low k Lanes. Uh, we're we're bowling. Three of us: John, myself, and a friend of ours. Yeah. And we're in a lane next to a very trashy family. Boisterous, and they are having They're a great time. Very loud. They're drunk. So the the family... This is so awesome. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, like, it was, it was basically a mom and three boys. Cause... I was getting to that. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's a mom and three boys. The mom is all haggardly and gross and About going out 60. every five minutes to smoke yeah. a cigarette. Uh, there's an older... I think the oldest one... Probably, what, in his 30s, you think? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and then another guy, late 20s, early 30s, in a wheelchair. Steve. Steve, very important to know. Wheelchair. Wheelchair Um, is very important. Intellectually disabled, also. And super drunk. And drunk. And then there's a younger guy. He doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, but, they, but he doesn't really know, matter. Okay, one, one point did, about the younger guy: he they, he did go by Jizzy. Yeah, they called him Jizzy. Jizzy. <laughs> We're not making
0: this up. And, I love and, this. The, the mom called him Jizzy. Right, hey, see.
1: hey, Jizzy!
0: Right. Oh God, <laughs> Jizzy. Well, it's Western Pennsylvania. What do you want, Tim?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it, uh, John John
2: made friends with the the guy in the wheelchair. John uh, makes friends with because everybody because he literally said to John, "Will you be my friend?" <laughs> yeah that happened and will you be my said friend? yes there was a Pirates game on. And he's like
0: how do you think they're going to do
2: and I said oh, probably not that good
0: well you think they'll win
2: yeah will you be no. my friend alright no <laughs> yeah he kind of had the mental capacity of a nine year old I wouldn't go there. I hope this is like 15 or whatever. Old. It doesn't matter.
0: You can tell he was... He, he, he wasn't all there. All right, John just tried to get it we, up to we, 16. We don't need to... Over- <laughs> so he, we understand so the, the give, concept. Given legal
2: consent. Uh, no. We big, don't need big, to big overanalyze. Big a wheelchair. Yeah, we don't need to overanalyze the main... So John had, the and the guy in the wheelchair hit off to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, right, the story's so, even better than that. So John was blowing the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> Okay, that didn't happen. Okay, so uh, at one point, what what did happen was that the older brother was trying to... There was two stairs leading down to where you actually... Oh, oh, no, no, we didn't get to the Let's Live Life to the Fullest yet. Well, I mean, do we really need to go through the whole thing. At least get to you fucked it up, Mikey. Uh, That's not really part of the main story. All right, fine, we'll we'll ignore all that. We only have so much time here. We're we're, we're up against the the deadline here. We have the
0: room for the whole night, Jeff. All right. As long as Jeff Did doesn't do? throw us no. out. All right. Get, get to the part that you think is important.
2: The main part of the story. There's two stairs leading down to the bowling area. So the, the older brother is trying to bring the wheelchair up over these stairs. And I actually got up for a second. I was like, Hey, what do you? You know, can I help? And he's like, Oh no, I got it, I got it. So whatever. I turned around and I quit paying attention. And all we hear is Jizzy,
1: don't roll. Jizzy, don't roll.
2: And we look over and the the guy in the wheelchair blew out the back of his wheelchair and he's on his back on the ground going woohoo woohoo <laughs> <Yeah>. woohoo, woo-hoo! <laughs> and then i had to help him back into the wheelchair yeah he's just having a ball on the floor uh, <laughs> next, to his, next to his broken wheelchair oh, God.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah well they
2: found some zip ties and he spent the rest of the night drinking beer talking to women so if he perhaps. was fine. Yeah, he was great. So that was... He probably the... asked them if they would be his friend, too. Yeah, that was the greatest thing that's ever happened, <laughs> the <with> bowling alley. <laughs> well, the best part about it was, and I've been waiting for
0: the best part six about
2: months it. to shoehorn, shoehorn the story, and it's sort of like a, tr- a correction from the old show, because whenever I was talking about that situation... You said, oh, I thought you did so. I thought you saved a guy's life. And I was like, no. But then I remember what it was you were talking about. And this, oh. and this comes into the category of etiquette. So, a coworker, Cardiac arrest etiquette? No, 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 no. It, totally different situation. I hope totally you apologize having your carder- cardiac arrest at an inconvenient time. A guy, <laughs> I, no, a guy that I work with had, had made ribs, and another guy was eating them. And then all of a sudden, the ribs got stuck. And Mm. he just walks over to me, doesn't even do the universal sign for choking, which is putting, you know, both of your hands around your neck. Just raises his arms, and... Did you high-five him?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: ribs! (laughs) 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 Right on, man! Those were great ribs! (laughs) Briefly, yes. (laughs) Are you, like, hugged
0: up? Like, oh, I like you, too. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Uh, I don't... (laughs) He just puts his arms out like Frankenstein. uh...
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I I performed the Heimlich maneuver, and it was successful. Oh, nice. And the Mm -hmm. fucker did not even say thank you. What an asshole! <laughs> wow, could he I, still talk or anything? Where like he was like, well, he they got stuck, and then he drank water to like force it down. And oh, it didn't no. work. That's a bad
4: idea. <laughs> the water also got stuck, and so he
2: kind of like expelled the water. So he was aspirating, and then that's and that's when he no, he expelled the water successfully. Okay. But then then he he just walked over and just goes like this. I give him a couple pumps, boom, boom. Okay, we're good. And then he just goes back to eating more ribs. Didn't even say thank <laughs> you. Oh,
4: so, like, we off. went out that night, Ooh. then
3: we went to a sex club, um, which was weird. It was called The Green Door. You can look it up on Wikipedia. It's so very what, famous. What, what goes on in a
2: sex club? Team. So,
3: no one was there Oh, because it was, like, three in the morning. And then it our, seems like a good time to be at a sex club. We took a taxi there. And then <laughs> our taxi driver came into the club and we were making out and he was started jacking it as he was watching us. And it really creeped us out then we left. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we went to Denny's. <laughs> someone has to go in the back of the cab and wipe down gotta... all the loads. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then someone starts jerking off at the Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't, can't
3: get away from the people jerking off. But anyways, I ate at the Denny's. Uh,
0: <laughs> After they've jerked off.
3: <laughs> and we bid ourselves a farewell. And... By that time, I think I stopped drinking like at twelve because the sex club didn't have any alcohol and that sort of stuff. So like I drove home, probably not like the best move, but I felt pretty sober. Um, <laughs> this is a great story. You're good yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're
0: not yeah. breaking any laws here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so anyways, I, I'm going back home and I'm about like a block from my place, and I'm new to Vegas and I almost missed the turn. So I get into the turn lane kind of like fast and then make the left turn. And then uh, there was a cop behind me. So immediately, lights and sirens, I get pulled over. And uh, they pull me over and they're like, oh, have you had anything to drink? And I was like, yeah, I did. But, you know, I think I'm I'm good. And
2: they're like, well, what have you been doing tonight? We'll be
0: the judge of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: of course. <laughs> Please tell me when he asks what you've been doing tonight. You told him everything that you've told us <laughs> up until now. <laughs> not yet, and I'm like, um, oh, you know, not a whole lot.
3: I, I just went out with a friend. We were having drinks at a sex club. Lo- <laughs> at a sex club.
1: Everybody was right No, that was a dry sex club. Um, club. No,
3: club. club. Cab
2: um, driver jerking off. You know, typical Saturday night. <laughs>
3: And then he then he like shines his light on me, and he's like, "So, uh, do you want to tell me why you have blood all over your hands?"
4: So oh I don't my hand And there's
3: blood no. all over them. And I go, "Oh, that!
1: This is tomato juice. That's
3: nothing. It's ketchup,
4: officer.
3: That's nothing. Don't worry about that." And he's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> So, you see what happened, folks, <laughs> audience at home. If you haven't already guessed, uh, the young lady I was with was on her period at the time. Mm. And at a certain point in the sex club, I guess I, like, somewhat finger-banged her.
4: Finger-bang.
0: Finger-bang. Bang. my life. Finger-blasting. So,
3: from doing that, there was blood all over my hands. Now, not wanting to have to tell the police officers Both hands. the full story... <laughs> Yeah, actually I think they were. <laughs> How
2: did you not notice this at the Denny's? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Can you pass the catch ooh <laughs> Yeah, you know, there was some waiter the waiter at Denny's saw your hands and made him uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we didn't eat at Denny's.
3: Or maybe I should leave that part out if I'm doing this doing a stand up because yeah, that wouldn't make sense. But that's very like that's a good pickup. I don't know.
2: That's a good pickup. Hey, I want to take you to Denny's.
3: Maybe I just added the Denny's because I was just like, "Yeah, I totally ate before I drove back home."
2: You diluted <laughs> like some alcohol to make it sound that like, story less bad. You gave the cop, <laughs> yeah, and you're sticking to it even though it lacks
0: continuity.
3: Yeah, but oh. anyways, I had to tell the two police. Tim, officers, you're
0: ruining the show. <laughs> I know.
3: I had to tell the, the like the two police officers like the whole story of like finger banging this chick.
2: And the cab driver whacking it whenever, uh...
3: Well, it was funny, like, I told them the story, like, oh, I was finger-banging a girl, and I got blood all over my hands, and, <laughs> and they the just cop went, like... started jacking it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cop was just like, okay... So, <laughs> this is where. So, this is like. Be on your way. This is where, like, I work in. This is why I believe in Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've heard that women do menstruate, so uh, your story checks out. <laughs> there is no way if I was a minority. Look at I, this,
2: Earl, every month.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which, I, this is why I totally buy into that movement, though. Like, there's no possible way. There's no way if I was a minority. And a cop pulled me over and said, "Why do you have blood all over your hands?" "Oh, that—that's nothing."
0: That's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. You don't not, got to worry only about
2: that. that. I, I had—I was drinking earlier, but I think I'm good now.
4: <laughs> yeah. I might no, be a little no bit drunk, officer. Check.
2: Oh, they made me blow into the thing. Oh, okay. And
4: they let me off. They let They're scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Tim probably has AIDS. Stay right there.
1: Summer's almost over. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? But it's not too late. Too late for your own fucking funeral. To dive into a pool of sweet summer snatch. Hey, baby. But you're too far from the beach. We just drove 2,460 miles. You were banned from the Y. Denied. And you're too old for the middle school.
4: 69, dudes.
1: So rip off your job you ever seen a
2: grown man naked?
1: Pull out your cock! Aren't you afraid it might go off accidentally? And get down to Splashtown water. Bar.
2: My penis is tingling right now.
1: Because we've got pussy for days, days, days! We've got Bush. Take three colleges in the Tri-County area. Swing! Plus two high schools! Oh no! Nice. Times a revolving door of trailer parkour. I smell Poon poontang. And you get an endless supply of poolside pets. They come again. Now we let girls under thirty in for half price. My biological clock is ticking. Under one hundred twenty pounds for seventy five percent off. Bye bye, Larder. 18 lean and cut from a magazine and it's free! 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 free. Keep the change, you filthy animal. This place is crawling with tight young tail.
4: Well, that
1: just happens to be exactly what I'm looking for. Check out some pit next to the ultra-high-power wave pool, the Bikini, the Bikini Blaster. Blaster. All right, I will help make some of the bacon. Peep some ass from underneath our glass bottle plays river. Oh, jeez, look at the butt on that. Or take a seat by our speed slides. They're so fast they'll tear a bitch's bottom right off her twine.
0: Don't just stare at it, eat it.
1: We have showers right off the open. Good for you and your father. You can just walk around and take pictures. Nobody cares. That belongs in a museum. The changing rooms have two way mirrors. I'll pack a
0: few things, I'm on my way.
1: And the lockers don't even lock. You can just open the lock and steal her panties.
0: I mean the panties your mother laid out for you.
1: How are we getting away with this? What are you? Turning into some kind of feminist? Most men here aren't even dressed to swim!
4: Your balls are
1: showing! Half of the registered sex offenders! Excuse me for being a virgin, I'm sorry. We know because we charge them triple! Do you have any
0: concept of money at all?
1: And they pay it, we don't even ask! Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. We had 17 incidents in the last month! He slimed
4: me. And they
1: make a debt in patronage! Okay, I'll do a damn lot count. There's more ass here than ever! I still got a lot of cum in my ball. Why? 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 Splash, Splash water. Water.
2: And now, with an editorial, here's George Wes Westerhorn. Tonight, the part of George West Westerhorn will be played by Lawrence Watson.
0: Wes Westerhorn here, or possibly dude or man if you've visited a college campus in the last few years. It's no surprise that the quality of recent university graduates has declined to the point of abject unhireability. Take a stroll around the quad of our country's once-storied meccas of higher learning, and you'll find its students loafing about listening to their boom boxes and tossing around a bean-filled hanky sack. Gone are the days of the jacket and tie-wearing bespectacled young scholar, for he's been replaced by an unkempt 'er ne'er-do-well with a backpack full of frisbees and an insulting disregard for a certain respectably-dressed authority figure who intended to do a piece on the American university students' opinions on economic policy, but found himself shunned! by the chasm of ignorance that has engulfed this nation's youth. Watch as I attempt to engage our supposed future in a dialogue on simple economic theory. Young man, young man, can you spare a moment to, young man, oh as you can see, our first target has walked away briskly in fear ...of having his views challenged. <laughs> you, sir, may I ask you a question? Okay. Is it for economic reasons that you've let your hair grow to such a ridiculous length?
5: Uh, <laughs> is it for economic reasons that you've let your tits grow to such
0: Our second subject has immediately resorted to an ad hominem attack. <laughs> I'm here with Charles. Uh, uh Chuck. Charles Felton, who has agreed to share his opinion on our country's economic expansion into international- Actually, Wes, I was thinking we'd discuss your ass's expansion into- Another insulting remark. Are these truly our best and brightest? Our future doctors, lawyers, and God forbid, policy makers? Could you turn that down, please? Please lower that music! I, I say, lower that music, please! I believe this last attempt to establish discourse may prove successful. Please meet James.
2: Uh, it's great to talk to you, West. I always look forward to your segment.
0: Thank you very much, James, for being a vigilant member of our nation's youth. Now, if you would please give us your thoughts on whether our country can continue to expand economically under our current policies.
2: Well Wes, I like to think of America as an all-you-can-eat buffet. We have the emission price, that's taxes, and for that you get infrastructure, social programs, police, fire, public schools, everything. Now replace all that with a
0: whole bunch of food, and that's where you come in and just shovel it all. They are as rude as they are ignorant, as insulting as they are foolish. These misanthropes undeservedly occupy seats in classrooms where a great wealth of knowledge will pass through deaf ears. Daily, they will emerge from these rooms to retire to their ragers and keggers, where they will suckle from stainless steel pump-operated beer taps while toking on marijuana cigarettes. In my day, these degenerates would be put on a bus have their heads shaven, and be sent a few continents away, leaving the brave young men with undiagnosed thyroid problems to do the academic heavy lifting. So how do we deal with these brainless leeches today? If it were up to me, they'd be forced to trade their unearned places in academia for enrollment at our nation's trade schools, where they might become our future plumbers, electricians, welders, and air conditioner repairmen. While allowing those with dignity, intelligence, class, and clean shaven jowls to take advantage of our great country's opportunities for higher learning. It's not just common sense, it's come on sense.
2: We'll be right back.
5: Hi. I'm Tavi Zabetsky for Tavi Zabetsky's Holistic Apothecary, and I want to be your one-stop shop for all of your all-natural medicinal needs. Some people say that taking a holistic approach to healthcare is ineffective, expensive, and downright dangerous. We've been serving the greater Pittsburgh area for over 13 weeks, and are happy to answer any of your healthcare-related inquiries. Tommy, I'm having issues with abdominal discomfort and the doctor says it's just gas. What can you do to help me find relief? We have ethically sourced Epsom salts that will make you shit your brains out in a body and soul cleansing. Cleanse.
0: Is there anything you could give my unvaccinated daughter to help her ward off the measles? My doctor said that it is irresponsible for a parent to leave an immunocompromised child unvaccinated but I think he's working for the pharmaceutical companies
5: we have an excellent selection of free range peppermint and other essential oils Tommy what do you recommend for a bad upper respiratory infection wild caught leeches Tommy what's the best way to help my male pattern baldness turmeric I have a
0: large malignant tumor behind my left eye, but I don't want to go under the knife. Turmeric. What
5: about an inflamed prostate? I'm experiencing embarrassing urinary issues. Turmeric. Gently inserted into the anus.
2: Tommy, I have an issue with crippling erectile dysfunction. What can you do to help?
5: I will kick you in the dick.
2: Hey, Tommy, I just came back from Thailand, and I've been experiencing burning during urination. We have
5: 63 varieties of organic, sage-based salves. Here at Tommy Zabanski's Holistic Apothecary, We have worked with dozens of high-profile clients, including providing forensic pathologist Cyril Wecht with much-needed supplies for cooking, as well as advising baseball superstar Javis Atayon on avoiding elbow injuries. I may or may not lose my business license. That remains to be seen. But if you're looking for an expensive and unproven alternative to the healthcare racket, why don't you pay us a visit?
0: Tommy Zamansky's Holistic Apothecary assumed limited liability for injuries sustained while using Holistic Apothecary products. Works with most major area insurances, excluding CVS, UPMC, and any other major healthcare provider.
4: Now is the winter of our discontent. <gasps> oh, no!
2: Winter's almost over, but we might as well all be snowed in right now, so how about we finish things up with the unpaid programming version of Baby, It's Cold Outside.
0: Lawrence and I are going to perform. Uh, this will be stopped very quickly. I yeah, imagine. I imagine. <laughs> Can I stop you now? I'm going to- <laughs> <laughs> no. I want uh, to encourage this, actually. <laughs> so, Lawrence, why don't you do the, the lady part? Which one is that? Is that the one in the parentheses? I, I, I
5: will. I will be in the parentheses. Okay. Can we have, can we have Lawrence do it with his Marlon Brando impression?
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> do a Marlon Brando. Do a Marlon
2: Brando. <laughs> I'm for it. Okay. <laughs> All right.
5: Oh, okay.
0: I really can't stay.
2: Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But I can call you a ride. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We need John doing someone. John, oh, okay. What, what kind of impressions can you do? What's what's your number one? Uh me persons. listening back to the do program? Myron Cope. None. Oh. My remote would actually be <laughs> I, I, I it just well, well, What would be better for our uh, you know, we have a wide international listenership. Yeah, show. we have a wide reach. <sighs> hmm. I can kinda of do Morgan Freeman. I I have I, okay. I, had a black guy tell me to do a C plus Morgan Freeman. Okay, do your Morgan Freeman and then Lauren Which means I have your, to speak the Marlon part. Marlon Lawrence will do your Muller and
0: Brando. It's cold outside. You know outside.
2: what? They might let us go longer if we speak it.
0: Okay, I think so, yeah. Let's just speak it. All
2: up. right, we'll, we'll try a little impressions here, and feel free to cut us off at any time. Yeah. And yeah. a one, two, three. <laughs> From the top.
0: I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I- I've got to go away. But I can't call you a ride. <laughs> This evening has been... I'm so glad that you
2: dropped in. So very nice. Time spent with you is paradise with your Visa check card. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Does it really say that? No. <laughs> no. I was going to say, it's like
3: Jesus. The whole thing's in advertisement yeah. for, G-
2: for Visa. <laughs> my,
0: my mama will start to worry. I'll call a car and tell him to hurry. My daddy will be pacing the floor. Wait, why are you still living at home, for? <laughs> <laughs> that is a lyric. That's why no, I did it. That's the lyric. Yeah. Millennials. And that's why I think this might be a goof. <laughs> I don't know. So really, I'm better scurry. Your driver, his name is Murray. <laughs> but maybe oh, I'll just have
2: to half a drink more. Well, we're both adults, so who's keeping score? <laughs> 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 <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: What, what will my friends think? I think they should rejoice. Well, if I have one more drink? It's your body and your choice. <laughs> oh, you really know how. Your eyes are like starlight now. To cast the spell, Morgan. One look at you, Marlon, (laughs) and then I fell. (laughs) I'll say, no, no,
2: no, sir. Then you really ought to go, 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 if you're not going to suck my dick. (laughs) I
4: took a little license there. No, I think that's in the song.
0: (laughs) I did Richard Pryor. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Okay.
0: He'll sound like a mule. You should have seen him. Yeah. Like At least I'm gonna say that I tried. Well, Mary, he just pulled up outside. <laughs> I really can't stay. I understand, baby. Baby, it's cold, cold outside. outside. <laughs> Should we do the second verse? <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you want to keep going? Yep,
2: I'm kind of enjoying this. <laughs> <exactly. laughs> yeah. oh, I think I think so. This All is right. so good for the Christmas Except shit. John, now I want you to do John Ham. <laughs> okay. Yeah. John Ham.
0: What do you want me to do now?
2: Uh, Just keep doing Brandon Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, Sanders. Yeah, do Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, <laughs> Sanders. And John will do John Ham. Okay. And if you start verse. with millionaires and billionaires, I'm going to beat the fuck yeah. out of you. <laughs> no millionaires
5: and billionaires. No, I'm not going to
0: do that. All right.
5: Can anybody do an Elizabeth Warren?
2: I could do one. Oh
4: <laughs> Jesus! Oh. oh my God! <laughs> oh. That, that, that ain't kosher. <laughs>
5: That might be the most
4: offensive thing I've seen on our program yet. <laughs> Does it?
0: Yeah. Which is sounds somebody a level. new <laughs> <world.
4: Yeah>.
2: oh, <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus! Well, it Jesus. is Christmas time, and we're making merry. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <sweet> <laughs> Jesus. So that was worse than the Boston Marathon joke, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. 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 Because
5: <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't that insinuated. one had about that, was... <laughs>
2: that one had about three things that Mikey's uh, Virginia
4: <laughs> friends would not yeah. like about that. <laughs>
2: Make sure you play that for them. It's
4: all liberals,
2: Native Americans. Please, please show your D.C. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah please liberal liberal let
0: them DC hear this horrible thing. Uh, oh, Jesus. I'll my, defend my anything Elizabeth in the name Warren of humor. impression. <laughs>
2: it <was> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our soundboard?
0: <laughs> We're not ready for that yet. Uh,
2: okay. All right. all right. Verse. This is the second verse, uh, now performed by Bernie Sanders and meade apparently doing John
0: Hamm. <laughs> I simply should go. Well, text me when you uh, get home. Oh, I'm supposed <laughs> to say no. Mm, like well, I, I guess that's
2: respectable. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it says? Oh, yeah. yes. I guess that's respectable. Yes. Is
4: that the actual... There's also uh, a hmm in there, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this welcome <laughs> has been... All right, hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Try it again. This welcome has been... I feel
2: lucky that you... Try... I'd rather do Morgan Freeman. Can I do Morgan <laughs> Freeman still? No. Just keep going. Keep going as John Ham. I feel lucky that you dropped in. So nice
0: and warm.
2: (laughs) But you better go before it storms.
0: My sister will be suspicious. Well, gosh, your uh, lips look delicious. (laughs) (laughs) My brother will be there at the door. What does your brother want? (laughs) He loves music, baby, I'm sure. My gossipy neighbor, Elizabeth Warren, is
4: vicious.
2: (laughs) She's a savage. Some might say.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my god!
5: Oh, Oh that's so. (laughs) That was better somehow.
0: (laughs) Wow. I'm in advertising, so tell me what your wish is. But maybe just the cigarette more.
2: May I suggest a lucky strike? (laughs) It's toasted. It's toasted. That's something we should probably
0: explore. (laughs) I've got to get home. Oh, I'm well aware. Say, lend me your coat, John Hamm. Well, keep it. Uh, I don't care. (laughs) You've really
2: been grand. I feel good to touch your hands. But don't you see? I want you to stay. So how do I convince you that that's what you want? (laughs) There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Well, that's what we're going for because I'm an advertising. (laughs) (laughs) And word of mouth is probably the best way that we can do this.
0: Well, at least plenty will be implied. Well,
2: of course, because that's what we're going for. And let their minds do it because, really, when you try to win over the public, you have to win over their minds.
0: All right, listen, I'm going home. I've had enough of this. (laughs) Baby, it's cold outside. Outside. (laughs) (laughs) One
2: more time. Jeff, try it with me since you actually know how to sing. Well, I didn't know where you were going. (laughs) Outside. And one, two. And baby, it's it's cold
0: cold outside. outside. We had a seventh! We had a cord!
2: Well, we've had a lot of fun here on the first unpaid programming clip show. So on behalf of Lawrence, John, Tim, and Mike, here's wishing all of you to stay safe and due to the current toilet paper shortage, not get diarrhea. Good night and God bless.